1: don't feels good after a long weekend. Long in many senses of the word. That it was, you know, longer than usual. A little trying emotionally, but not in the sense that anything bad happened. Not as bad as the, the chick who's the... Hold, hold, hold on! play it, Joe! This is the weirdest song off "Toys in the Attic" called "Uncle Salty," and it's about a girl who cried and and nobody cared, and so she ended up, you know, being a lady of the night. But then it like goes into the section I opened with, like or is it?
0: And I love that part.
1: I like the song. It's a great song. Great album. I'm hoping later in the week to do a uh, classic album battle between... I've talked to the Baron Coleman about this, and we came up with one. We're going to do Aerosmith. Poison the Attic probably against Pump. I'm seeing he'll do that on Thursday. I don't know. He's a busy man. He's a very important man can't nail him down into a certain day. It's like, okay, then. Fine.
0: These things happen.
1: I mean, and he wants to be part of the Joey Clark Radio Hour Hall of Fame. And that brings me to the question of my humility. I posted what I thought was a fairly self-deprecating photo. A photo of my face on the book of faces. I think that's what the platform's for photos of your face Facebook and let's see I want to read this exactly so I don't get it wrong so I'm not misremembering anything oh yeah and we'll get to the police officers in France ticketing women in bikinis in fact there are a lot of guys today wanting to ticket you know women who are showing too much skin hold on where is it go there it is it's this photo yeah. Pretty standard photo. Yeah. And it says, "I'm like your creepy uncle, only much younger and with more sex appeal." Admit it, the stash plays. I'm still rocking that look here this evening. Mm-hmm. And uh, I called myself a creepy uncle. You did. I did. I'm. It's immediately tongue in cheek.
0: Yes, but do uncles have sex appeal? No, not really. Thus me saying but with more sex appeal Is absurd
1: I'm making fun of myself Yeah Well people are saying your humility knows no bounds It doesn't It's true It doesn't, I'm incredibly humble I'm incredibly humble Some people are saying very debonair I'm getting a noise or two Really? A noise? A few noise. Oh, yeah. I've got a macho, king macho man. All right, brother. thinking, thinking, thinking thinkin response. Okay. Nothing about uh, Klingons? Nothing about Klingons. <laughs> no. That furrowed brow is very... Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. This brings me to it. I will post, I do not like my smile. I have never liked my smile.
0: What's wrong with your smile? I have a little teeth. You have little teeth?
1: I do. So it's like <laughs> yeah, I don't mind laughing and if somebody catches a candid shot of me laughing. Right. Fine. But when somebody says,
0: "Say cheese."
1: Yeah. And you do the forced smile, I
0: hate how I look in those photos. Yep, I can never make that look good. Right. You have the same issue. I practice it in the mirror, still nothing. Yeah. So you know what? I turned my my mirror self-looking practice into mm. Boy, that wasn't. That didn't come <laughs> out right. When you look in the mirror and you practice your smile, yeah, that's when you learn how to wiggle your nostrils. <laughs> really? You ever been so unhappy with your smile, you learn how to wiggle <laughs> your nostrils? Yes, and my ears at the same time.
1: <laughs> it's like my whole face is moving, but I can't control how my mouth looks. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> this
0: right here in the mouth area looks hideous. Right. But I can wiggle my nostrils. I can flare my nostrils <laughs> like a pro. I can do the wave with my eyebrows. Right. Really? Wow, that's impressive. Thank you. Wow! Thank you. But it's a didn't it fix my smile though. No, it's a beef I've heard women
1: throw out there. Like say you're you know walking into work and you see a female coworker, or you're just at a random place, mm-hmm. and but you you know say work like you know them somewhat and you'd be like and they're sitting there pensive or mad or sad or whatever reason and you walk in and go smile. Yeah. Turn that frown upside down. Yeah. And I've heard women say it's one of the most frustrating things they have to deal with. I'd imagine there are more frustrating things than that. but uh,
0: I can commiserate. Yes. Because when I was younger, I learned that in a... A not appropriate response to that, as in don't ever respond in the way I'm about to. When someone tells you to smile, don't tell them to kill themselves. <laughs> don't do that? Nope. Doesn't work. That would be, that's that's kind of, that's intense. That's something that you learn along the way that helps you become a better person. Right. That's, you yeah, it seems a little over the top. It does, but... If you're not Again, good, zero to sixty. If you're not in a good mood, and someone's like, "Why don't you smile?" And you, well, why don't you why don't you kill yourself?
1: Yeah, don't no, do that. That's, that's, don't
0: don't that's do mean. That.
1: But no, if you really are in, there's nothing worse than like happy music and happy people when you're miserable. And I don't mean oh, you're just having a bad day, and somebody gives you a milk and cookies, and now you're happy. I mean, you are miserable for a good reason, mm-hmm. and there are people all around you laughing and smiling and having a. Jolly old time. Mm-hmm. And that's I think why the holidays are so tough for people. Well,
0: you know in all seriousness. You that. get the you get the Christmas music the day after Thanksgiving. Right. So. And is if it's not true in Siberian Orchestra, I'm not interested. Really? You don't like the classics? Like
1: Burl Ives? Uh, There's uh Or like some Dean Martin, drunk Dean Martin, it's a The Mexican
0: cantina band version of Feliz Navidad. That's not bad. I like that. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, anyway. Uh, these people on my post are saying, smile. I'm like, no. Why would I smile? No. Uh, Southern Wood. Clay right. Southern Wood Sharp. He's the only member currently of the Joey Clark Radio Hour Hall of Fame. Right. He says I'd do duck lips. He's right. Duck lips. But it's, it's not that exaggerated, though. It's not like female duck lips. Right. I do the pouty face, though. There's nothing wrong with a little pout. There's nothing wrong with a little smolder. hmm Right. I'm not Mulder, but I can smolder. Mulder isn't it? Uh, David Duchovny? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm no David Duchovny.
0: I, I don't have that much Russian in me. There's only one David Duchovny.
1: And speaking of having a lot of Russian in you, let's talk about Ukraine. Perfect. <clears throat> you sent me a text. So I was relaxing Sunday or trying to relax. And, uh... You said, yeah, it looks like in about an hour, uh, Ukraine and Russia are going to war. So I looked into it. And I was like, yeah, it's in my own head, I'm like, it's possible. But if we go to war over this, at this juncture,
0: like, we're dumb. We should have gone to war as soon as they took Crimea. Yeah. We should have sanctioned them to hell and back when they moved the border at Georgia. Right. And captured people's land. And then kick them off of it. Right. But we didn't. My understanding, and this is all based off of something that I cannot confirm. Okay. Yeah. The bridge where yeah. this ship was parked in the Bay of Azog. I think. Azog
1: or, or yeah, yeah,
0: something like that. Different spellings. Last week or two weeks ago, they had a referendum and they decided that they were Russian. Yeah. And so Russia parked their ship right there. My understanding is also where this bridge is, at that current height, is the only height that allows a Pantamax ship to travel through. A Pantamax being a classification of ship trade vessel Mm -hmm. that is the maximum size that you can fit through the Panama Canal, being one of the largest trade arteries on the planet. Right. Therefore, there's a lot of large trade ships, and they are of a Pantamax class. When that Russian vessel blocked that area of the bridge, the Pantamax ships couldn't go through. Couldn't fit. And then the Ukrainians said, well, we're going to go through, and Russia didn't move. And then Russia fired on them and then said the the Ukrainians instigated it. Right. They ignored our warning shots. This is what China's kind of doing in the South China Sea. Yeah, They almost, they didn't
1: fire at a U.S. Navy vessel, but they got pretty darn near close to ramming one recently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, and if you look at the geography, it makes a lot of sense. Like, if you just look, pull up a map, folks, when you can, of that part of the world, Ukraine, Russia, the Crimean Peninsula, and you'll kind of see what's going on here. It is, this is a classic geopolitical argument. I looked into it a little more, and they've been arguing over this part of the map for even when Russia was still the USSR, in many ways.
0: Well, my understanding of the USSR, when it fell, was that they were going to try and maintain something like the EU, but for former Soviet bloc states. Right. They had anticipated, and there was a quote-unquote gentleman's agreement, that... They would vote in a block, or they would act in a block. That didn't happen. No, it's still not happening. Oh, definitely not happening now. In fact, it got worse because these countries are trying to join NATO.
1: Well, that's and that there was another gentleman's agreement of we're not going to expand NATO east towards Russia. When that that agreement never happened, or it, it wasn't upheld, we expanded. Or NATO
0: expanded. What's NATO supposed to say? This country has to be in NATO? They met all the criteria? Right. Well, you are going to tell them no because of you?
1: Well, I think what we should have done when the USSR fell and they became just Russia, uh, the Russian Federation, there was talk of Russia is brought into NATO. Make Russia part of
0: our security pact. It would never work because the Russians, in everything that they do, view the West as the enemy. There's... A large,
1: yes, sentiment, segment, paranoia in Russia. But I think that would have been, at that moment in time, oh, the ship has sailed. This is just speculation, counterfactual history here. But in 90, 91, when these conversations are going on, if you brought NATO and Russia into NATO, I think you could have quelched some of that paranoia. A great deal. And you could have had a Russia... More integrated into the EU, which it already is just for natural reasons, like energy reasons, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm.
0: But that's not how it worked out. You notice how Russian aggression always ticks up towards the wintertime when the Germans need their gas to stay warm? Oh, yeah. I would like someone, because I'm not qualified to do this, but I would like someone to do a deep dive into the German uh, nuclear energy Reactors that were shut down in the wake of the Fukushima disaster. Mm -hmm. These were scheduled to be shut down as they were outdated um, a couple years down the line. Like, since Fukushima, they would have been starting to shut down right now. Right. um, In 2018 or 2019. I'm not sure the date. Yeah. But they were shut down for inspections in the wake of the Fukushima disaster, and they were never turned back online. Right. Why weren't they turned back online? Hmm. I would like...
1: Well, I mean, I did hear a little thing. It doesn't explain everything, but the guy who's running the German energy company that gets all, like, the natural gas and mm-hmm. all this stuff, I think he used to work for Gazprom.
0: Okay. I think he has Russian business ties. Which is, Gazprom is everywhere, by the way. Oh, yeah. If you watch any Champions League soccer...
1: Oh, they make a lot of money. It's, and they throw that money they around.
0: Throw that, they splash that cash. Yeah, if you are a, a sovereign, essentially,
1: company, a company backed by a sovereign power in a big way, you're going to make a lot of money. That's what the Saudis do, mm-hmm. um, which a whole other issue. It's just, it is interesting how, like, we don't, in terms of our ideals, in terms of our values, I, I can't stand these countries. I think Saudi Arabia, in a way, is worse than Russia. But they're both terrible. China's terrible. But what, what are you going to do? Like, it, it, like really, we can say go to war, but once you open that up, okay, are we going to have, like, if, if the idea of war is you provide the equipment, which now Ukraine apparently is ready. I was reading about it today. They've beefed up a lot.
0: There are also Canadians there.
1: So the idea of war is they are fighting a purely defensive war and push back Russia. Mm hmm. I think Russia in terms of just conventional forces might get beat. They weren't exactly incredible in their Georgian campaign. Right. And in Syria they haven't they they've tried to show precision with like their new cruise missiles and these sort of things but they're not exactly the United States military
0: number if, 1. If NATO joins if you first of all Ukraine I, did not declare war. No. They did, however. Recommend And the vote hasn't occurred yet. But when I sent you that text message... Martial law. They were supposed to, at midnight, at midnight there, mm-hmm. were supposed to determine whether or not they should declare war. They instead declared a state of war, which is not declaring war. No. And they are going to vote on martial law. I don't know if it happened yet. Do, do you know if it happened yet?
1: I haven't. I can check the latest headline. It was supposed to be today.
0: But yeah. I, I will say there are Canadian troops... In the Ukraine, and the assumption on my part is that if Russia gets cocky and much like Syria, when their quote unquote Russian mercenaries attacked the United States military in Syria and they just got absolutely stomped, hmm. if something like that happens, God S- forbid, that's a perfect excuse for NATO to sweep in, even though Ukraine is not a NATO state, they're not, those Canadian troops are.
1: Right, they are. And I'm sure there are American special forces there, too.
0: They are there for training purposes. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, training. Yeah. Right, and
1: and where Russia took Crimea with the little green men without insignias... On On vacation. Yeah, we do that, Britain does that, not Mm -hmm. as audacious as Russia did it, no doubt. Or as, as poorly. Right, but... Pretty much. That's what's scary and weird about the state of war these days. There's because of the threat of nuclear weapons. There's all these sort of unofficial actions that go on, and sometimes yeah. people do it ham-handedly, like Saudi Arabia did it, killing that journalist. It's, oh my, it's Just it's like, come on, man. But it's an interesting point from the Washington Post because I was reading into the local politics of Ukraine, and Saporoshenko so is now the current president. Their election for a new president. Is in March of 2019. Right. And he's being attacked on the Russia issue for being a corrupt businessman for all sorts of ways by his competitor who isn't exactly uh, squeaky cleaner, I believe, either. And I'm, again, I'm not an expert on Ukraine. I was just reading this quickly today.
0: And it certainly stands to reason that you do not get into politics and remain clean oh, when you reach the top,
1: especially not that part of the world. Yeah, it seems like any part, <laughs> any of, the part of the
0: world. But especially
1: that part of the world. Yeah, we're, Again, we were talking about Gazprom. We're talk- That's what made Ukraine for a while. Ukrainian politics was energy politics, basic trade politics. Yeah. Anyway, this is a good point. In the, of all places, the Washington Post, martial law in Ukraine could be a death sentence for its democracy. Because the current president is trying to fight back criticism he's not tough on Russia by becoming a war president. And declaring martial law over what is essentially a a channel dispute.
0: Have We're, you seen the video? Yeah. Of the, the Russian ships attacking? Ramming. Yeah. Uh, I
1: saw the one of the Russian ships ramming the tugboat. Yeah. Which, um, this is how my mind works these days, Troy. Like, this is serious stuff. I mean, it's disturbing in the sense of, I'm not, like, disturbed about the event. It's more, I understand possible ramifications from it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with China and how they're expanding their claims against so called international norms and all this stuff. But as I'm also watching it, I'm like, it's, I'm laughing because it's just these people yelling in Russian and they just, you're like, what's happening for the first 30 seconds? It's just a boat, it's just a vessel on the ocean. And then all of a sudden, oh, they just rammed that little tugboat. Yeah. And, uh, so, and so the kid and me, the immature kid's like, yeah.
0: I trans, well, I, I read a translation of the guy's. Talking, they're yeah. yelling. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's mostly like very naval terminology, like two hundred meters. Oh wow, one hundred meters, and there's cursing in between. <laughs> okay, but you know it's like two hundred <laughs> meters. Yeah, one hundred sticks. Meters, hit them, that kind of hit stuff. Hit them. Uh, okay, yeah. 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 Um,
1: Well, and, okay, I hope it gets settled to where there, again, like, I think war, especially with this prospect of, like, and how politics is playing in this country, the idea of war is insane. Figure this stuff out. It is absolutely insane in
0: this day and age. I came up with a very chaotic solution. Okay. Give Ukraine a nuke. (laughs) Give them nukes? Give them several nukes. Wow. Of the megaton payload capacity. Man. Talk about Russia's paranoia. Problem solved? Yes. Problems created?
1: Also, oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. I think Russia would move more nukes into Kaliningrad, or isn't that what it's called? Kaliningrad? In Kaliningrad, yeah. Where it's kind of in the middle of Europe. that we, like, Folks forget about it, because there's Mother Russia, this huge landmass, and there's this tiny little enclave in the middle of, middle of Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. where they could hit pretty much everybody in Europe.
0: <sighs> but... The idea is that if you give two crazy men a gun, eventually they will point it at themselves. Huh. And so, if you, and this is just my crazy thought, if if Ukraine were to get nukes, first they would point them at each other. Right. Then they would reestablish the whole nobody wins situation. Mutually that, assured destruction. That we've had since the Cold War.
1: That we have with China, that we have with
0: well Pakistan and uh, India have it that would at least allow people I mean it's 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 a lot easier to do a deal when you're both pointing guns at each other than if you're shouting at each other from across the distance and increasingly mm. becoming more and more aggressive right eventually it's going to come to a point where Ukraine's not going to respond diplomatically Germany is not going to respond with guys the eu is not going to respond with oh okay let's calm down here
1: is i think my uh, in terms of people who are serious i think russia will continue to push this and say here look referendums look and well those those guys who did that aren't part of us they're going to keep doing covert methods it's, it's beginning to look suspiciously like what
0: happened in world war ii
1: it's not quite as over the top
0: they, I mean, no. It's, it's not. Well, and also the annexation of Crimea is. It, it doesn't remind you of the Sudetenland. That might be one. It world
1: does world. a little bit in on a on the face of it. Yes, and how common language responded. and yes. But the world today hasn't exactly responded with okay, you get to have it. They're still no. But here's the thing. They're still saying we do not recognize your illegal annexation of Crimea. What are you gonna do about it? And that's another thing it reminds me, and that's it's we're a good gonna, parallel. We're going
0: to hit you with sanctions so hard you go into a recession and your GDP falls down to $1.1 trillion. Yeah. And there's supposed to be more sh- more sanctions going in this month and then next year. Yeah. And then on top of that, the sanctions that Congress has approved but Trump hasn't put into place yet. I don't know what's holding that up. Do you? I, I don't know. It just requires a signature, right? Right, I think some of it is uh, bullets left. Oh, economic y- bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I did yeah. like his response, by the way, when he was told about the Russian and Ukrainian. I didn't said, see it. He said it's very concerning. <laughs> no crap. What, I mean, <laughs> of all the answers he could have given, that is that is. It's succinct. It's true. It's true. It doesn't give his opinion one way or another.
1: Well, it's very concerning. Indeed it is. Oh my goodness. But I mean, there are other parallels to the lead up to World War II. In that Britain gave Poland, Britain said to Germany, who they saw was revanchist and wanting to reconnect the German people. And they needed more land for the, the superior people. I'll just ignore that crap and that bat crap crazy woman. She sleeps. Apparently, she, she sleeps in a cocoon of her own wings, Jerry. We're talking about Nancy Pelosi, ladies and gentlemen. A cocoon of her own wings. She must be good at fundraising, though, because I think she's going to remain speaker. But seeing, like, uh, what was it Neville Chamberlain? Like, they realize, like, Oh,
0: okay, cause for concern here.
1: Like they're, we gave them that peace in our time deal, but now they they looks like they have designs on Poland. So what we'll we'll do as the British Empire is we'll give Poland a war guarantee that if you invade Poland, we're at war, Germany. Take us seriously, Hitler. And the Germans, the generals, and Hitler are like, there's nothing you could do if we took Poland. Why are you making guarantees that you can't back up? That is, that is a huge recipe for major war. Making threats you cannot back up. And so I think the Russians know, as long as they continue to play this stupid game on the fringes, there's nothing we're going to do. And Ukraine might try to do something, but it, won't, it won't, for, won't snowball into NATO, United States, New World War. It might be some what's, well fighting like we see in Syria. It's going to continue to be that and fighting like we saw in 14 and 15 but like the, for the current president of ukraine like i saw him today and i had deja vu all over again it's a little bit boy cried wolf he's like the russians are preparing a ground invasion so there's so much in terms of politics on every freaking side of this that i just the cynic in me it's like well i'll watch and laugh at the tugboat getting rammed
0: it's true this has been going on for a while though because i remember and this is where sports plays an interesting factor in this. I remember when Tottenham Hotspur was in the Europa League mm. and they had to go to Dagestan. Mm. Okay. Uh, which is like North Ukraine, very close to the the Russian border. Sure. And there were concerns about travel over there given the conflict that was going on. And this was before the annexation of Crimea. You still had these rebel groups just fighting each other mm-hmm. in the streets. So, it's been going on for a while, and a ground invasion doesn't take much when you have a bunch of guys who are trained by the Russian army, and they're all of a sudden either quote-unquote mercenaries or quote-unquote revolutionaries?
1: Yeah. I mean, I just, I remember, I'm trying to rack my brain here, in the sense of a lot of the separation in certain parts of Ukraine, only at Russian media. They really do get that propaganda, that narrative. Yeah. Like, I, I saw videos where people that were embedded uh, were these families who live right next to each other were, having, were fighting each other. Because you are buying into the separatist crap and you are not a good person and you're, you should be proud to be a Russian. And, like, it was, like, within, like, the same block. And it's based on... And it really comes down to who do you watch for television? Purposes. Who's your news source? That's how you thought. (laughs) Crazy. And that is for all the problems in Russia. And they are going to be probably hobbled further economically.
0: Fingers crossed.
1: They're going to. They've got incredible problems in terms of infrastructure. They have people dying very young with alcoholism and other addiction. Like, it's not a good situation in that country. No. But for all that. They are very wise when it comes to the information game, uh, propaganda campaigns, and using the little that they have in sort of asymmetrical warfare, whether you're talking cyber or you're talking this sort of covert warfare, and using to their credit, they realize we have Russian speaking people there. We can do, we can have a referendum. Whether the West sees it as legitimate or not, we can kind of rub it in their faces. Look, we voted democracy. We get this. What you're saying, that the people can't decide? That your body has to decide? It, it, and Russia has been playing that uh, to the furthest... To the, as much as they can. They, they play on the hypocrisy of the international system, which is really just, I think in truth, an American system that is to the advantage of the United States, and to Europe, to a certain extent. And now Russia, and I think more disturbingly, China... Is playing into those hypocrisies and saying, well, we saw how you came to
0: power. We're going to do the same thing. The the worst part is, though, when you catch them in the lie and they blatantly say, no, we didn't do it. No, of course. Like, we tracked in Syria. We tracked the gas from the payload that it was on. We tracked it to the truck, which we tracked to the Russian air base that it left. And we said it was you. You gave the Syrians that gas in there. Nope. No, we didn't. Okay. Right. But you did. No, we didn't. Really? Are you you, you
1: six? Well, and then you get reports like, well, you said that we couldn't use sarin. You didn't say anything about chlorine
0: gas. Which got, it it got used again in a town, by the way. Oh, I'm sure it did. And, uh, People don't know where it's coming from because you had rebels also get caught with gas.
1: Right. That's what I was about to say. Chlorine gas in particular Mm -hmm. is actually pretty easy to make, apparently. Um, And especially in crude forms where military grade, where it's in these canisters and it's delivered in a particular way, that's tough to make. But chlorine gas apparently is not difficult to create. And yes, rebels are being caught. And it's like the... Most of uh, this is where I'm at, Troy. Most of what we read in the news about this sort of stuff is just like if you actually could have a God's point of view, mm-hmm. like look at every nook and cranny, every mm-hmm. per- possible perspective of the people running Ukraine, people running Russia and Syria, whether it's how Turkey was accusing Saudi Arabia for the killing of that journalist. Like all the, the slow
0: leak was good, though, right?
1: <clears throat> oh, yeah. Erdogan, oh, they played it. Erdogan well.
0: dominated that.
1: Oh, he made them look foolish, but I think the Saudis were always counting on, as foolish as we might look, we're not going to actually be punished. And I think they were right in that
0: regard. But, I mean, if the Saudis would have came out and made the slow leak irrelevant by being like, "Yeah, we did not. We don't care," day after it happened, this wouldn't still be talked about. They True. could slow leak all they want, and Saudi Arabia would be like, "We uh, addressed that, uh, right? Two we, weeks ago, we did
1: it." And the Crown Prince, he didn't actually do it. Wink, wink.
0: Yeah, he's still going on that uh, that tour of the Arab states. By the way, yeah. Speaking, of, he's actually in Egypt right now.
1: Yeah. So it's just my point is that most of what we read in the press um, is it's not especially with the Syrian conflict. Oh, we, Syria we don't, in
0: particular, we don't get hardly any information.
1: There's so many players there: Russia, Turkey, Saudi Arabia, I mean, Iran, US, Iran. It's complicated. Israel, they're <laughs> right there. I mean, and it's it's an incredibly complicated situation. So I sort of, as just a stupid talk radio host, who's you know bragging about his humility <laughs> and his porn stash. Which, by the way, talking about a, a like j- it doesn't apply. Have people watched adult entertainment anytime soon? There are no mustaches anymore in porn.
0: There are, there are. mm Hmm. Well,
1: I stand corrected. Anyway, we have to hit a break. I'm glad that we've figured all this out, but we don't figure it all out. And I, I like talking about it though to get sort of work it out, like to feel the emotions, to go, "Oh, do we really want war?" Yeah. 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 Are we gonna do this again, human beings? Is this what the human race I, I, is damned to do? Since I, honestly,
0: it seems like that's Cain what, and Abel. That's what Europe's been doing since the Vietnam War. Like, guys, we're tired. Yeah. And but, but, still, but the we, Russia US Nope. We're like we, we still want it and Europe's like, guys, please stop. Yeah. Well that's where I'm at. We're um no, and also I look at it like I wish it was
1: a private company running all the boats and all the ships and the bridges. Be like even if they're backed by sovereign powers, it's like that private company acted like an a-hole to that other private company. That way, because you know, 20 people are wrapped up in this and three vessels are wrapped up in it, we're not all thinking World War Three. No, we're thinking pirate battle. Pirate battle is much more fun. Yep.
0: Maybe not as newsworthy, maybe not as politically useful, but I like the idea of pirate battle. Well, if the government doesn't own that bridge... And it's some company, some toll right. company. Russia's just got to pay them money and then be like, you're going to vote to say that you're Russian. Right. And we're going to park our little ship under there.
1: But now it becomes about, like, you know, world powers over one shipping lane. which It's just so... Well, it's complicated. But what's not complicated? Well, it can be, but really it shouldn't be. Because there are, Well, there are people out there to help you. Of course, I'm talking about buying a home. Buying or selling your home. And there are great people out there who've well gone through the process before. They've changed their own lives by selling, by buying homes, by investing in real estate. And that's one Eddie Bader. He's now with the Goodson Group. So if you're thinking of getting a real estate agent, I want you to think of the name Eddie Bader. His number is three two two zero six six two. In particular, if you're looking to buy a home, especially if you're a first time home buyer. Eddie Vader wants to be your buyer's agent, and that means he will look out for you, the buyer's best interest. He will inform you about all these things you might not know of as a potential first-time home buyer: the prepaids, like an appraisal of the place, repairs. Or, like things that you don't realize, like when you're just looking at photos, you're doing a quick walkthrough of a place. Like He can spot things you might not have thought of, and he can help you negotiate in ways you might not have thought of that will be to your advantage. So, if you are thinking of buying a home or selling a home, investing in real estate, whether it's a growing family or you're trying to make a little more money, or you're here in town for a few years, you know, with the Air Force Base and whatnot, give Eddie Bader with the Goods and Group a call 322. 322- 0662 322-0662. Once again, Eddie Bader. He's a great guy, Troy. Really is. Sounds like a nice man. He is a he's a he's a brilliant man in the sense of what he does with real estate. But when it comes to his interest, he's he's not hard to figure out. He likes pizza. He likes beer, and a few other things. But you know this is radio. FCC radio. I have to be. Anyway, I'm humble. I'm humble. But the
0: stash plays. The
1: stash does play. Doesn't it? It looks good. I'm also insecure. Neurotic. No. Really? Joey Clark. Live. Local talk, the river region's
0: power cords. Some heavy arrows power cords.
1: I was just explaining to Troy there who Joey Ryan, the wrestler, is. I'm not going to explain it here on air. You can look it up for yourself. Now, earlier this week, or over the weekend, I saw somebody share a uh, old photo, black and white, from the 50s, or France. And it was a gentleman, cop, French cop. French police officer dressed to the nines. I mean, a full-blown uniform, man. It's not just like he had a badge. He had a badge. He had, like, a hat, like a satchel. Not quite a fanny pack. It had a shoulder strap. and had, like, his gloves. He had gloves tucked into the belt and folded over.
0: Definitely um, part of the uniform.
1: Now, he wasn't like uh, Lieutenant Dangle with his new boots. He wasn't that He wasn't fancy. new boot goofing? <laughs> no, he wasn't new boot goofing. <laughs> new boot goofing. <laughs> Reno 911, so good. But he was on the beach, and he's kind of looking sternly down into a notepad, writing a ticket to a uh, stacked, hot woman wearing a bikini. Two-piece? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and for the 50s, like, she looked good. Pretty revealing. But apparently that was illegal in France.
0: Really? Yeah. Oddly Puritan from France?
1: I know. But and then now in France they like get rid of the like the head the hijab.
0: Yeah, well, but, definitely, definitely in uh, Sweden.
1: Right, and wow. yeah,
0: I guess nuns are. F- Feminism hit them hard. I know. Good,
1: good yeah. for them. But uh, when I saw this, like the fifties, like France, where they're writing a ticket against the bikini because it was illegal, to right. be Revealing, it's like how absurd that is. Like, people wouldn't do that today. <laughs> Certainly not men. Why would you write somebody a ticket for being scantily clad, especially if they're hot? I mean, because there are some people who just aren't hot. They, yeah. But I mean, that doesn't, that's not a comment on your self worth. It's not a comment on your value to society. Just, I, some people are hot. There's I have, science I have pale this. legs.
0: You, I wear short shorts.
1: Right. Yeah, but your calves are amazing. Thank you. you. That's why you do those,
0: the shower. What's the, Oh, well, I haven't done them Toe since, I done them since uh, the back injury. But
1: oh, okay. yeah. You calf raises
0: in the shower. Calf raises every day. 200.
1: Right? Wow. Yeah. Daggum. No wonder you've got some good calves. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> by the way, somebody also posted on my stash photo, mm-hmm. it's like, why is my gaydar going off? I did not respond to that comment. Why not? I don't know. I was just going to let it simmer okay let him let it just be out there in the universe a little sweet heat and then i posted about this bikini thing saying that why would anybody why would any man want to take a job where you in full uniform are writing scantily clad women tickets and you have power over them who would want that job not that i would it's hot on the beaches south of france it's true and i don't like having power over people
0: that is. But I could see some people would want that. I guy. was going to say that that seems like a that would pull people in.
1: Well, you know, it's just like that's just the 50s. That's a 50s mentality. Now, another story came out today mm-hmm. where I, it, it's either a 4chan joke, but some of their jokes are, you know.
0: Are you talking about. Okay, it originated on 4chan. Yes. And. One of the people on one of the boards, because it's a picture board and you can add text and everything. I, I don't know what board it originated on. Probably B or R nine K. Don't, I don't, I, seriously, don't go to that site. I haven't. Don't go to those boards. You will see some weird things. Sure. But it originated there, where you find someone who is known as a Twitter thought or Instagram thought. That's T H O T, which is slang for. Uh, someone promiscuous
1: Oh, okay. and
0: seeks donations. Oh yeah, no, they're all over Instagram. Mm-hmm. I follow a few for research purposes. There's like premium Snapchats and stuff, but all of this money ends yeah. up being like Venmo or PayPal, right? things like no, that. I've made money
1: with writing through PayPal. Like, it's great. Like, my piece did well. I got this many hitting. Like The site, by the way, was taken down by Facebook. Antimedia. Damn it, they Facebook. had over a million plus followers. Facebook. They were being encouraged by Facebook and working with the Facebook like, forensics team on how to market to people because they had so many followers. I had written a few pieces for them. I made a little bit of money and they were pulled off after that, during that purge.
0: Yeah, I remember you being upset about that. You yeah. should still be upset about that. I want Facebook to piss off the wrong group of people. Disney. <laughs> and I want I want to hear Mickey Mouse <laughs> say you're about to catch these hands <laughs> something like that you know like Whoa. but yes back to the there are women mostly women and this is money under the table so these people they
1: claim it's money under the table right
0: so these people are reporting them to the IRS and they are now being audited mm-hmm. these Instagram and Twitter thoughts. Well, I
1: I mean, that's the slang. I didn't understand the hashtag, the thought audit, Uh, because I don't understand that. I'd never heard the term thought. Thought, Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you're talking folks from Instagram models who are some are like fitness models and they really are working out. And then they might have a premium stat chat where they're a little more scantily clad.
0: Some are... Or you send them a hundred bucks and they send you a pair of their panties. Oh, wow. It's... That's crazy. Why? I don't know. People that's like panties. Weird. I don't know. I'm not into that. That's, yeah, that's
1: odd. But then there are some people that are just more upfront about it. They're like, I'm a porn star or I'm a, I'm a dancer. or Sex worker. Yeah. Of some sort. I mean, actual prostitute, street walking cheetahs out there who are hip to technology. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. Was Again, absurd. I am humble. Uh, but yes, Anyway, I'm I'm reading this article going. They're really reporting mostly these women to the IRS, and then it hit me that photo from France in the 50s. I'm like, I get it.
0: There was a a response. I saw a screen capture of a response to it. I I can't share it over the air. I'll share it with you later. Yeah. But uh.
1: But also, who out there has ever reported somebody to the IRS? I haven't. I have no I I have no desire. I, I, I wonder if it's it's got to be easy. If it is, well, well, and one of the the posters was like, "Oh, look, the IRS will give you a, a reward for informing them about people who are avoiding their taxes." Wow! But it's actually no. You have to have detailed information. Number one, not just a screen name. Yeah, and you also have to again intimately know this person a little bit.
0: But this is 4chan we're talking about. These are the people that track down Shia LaBeouf based on. A picture of a flag that he posted.
1: Somebody put it well. You've got to be like George Soros, Koch brothers, Donald Trump money. That's what they mean by a major federal tax
0: issue. Yeah. At at least in the
1: millions to get that reward for reporting somebody to the IRS. If it's a few thousand dollars or a few hundred dollars that somebody didn't report because they sent you a nudie photo via Snapchat and you sent them a hundred dollars on PayPal or Venmo or whatever the hell you use. The IRS doesn't care, or if they might, but they don't have time to deal with it. It's just, I, the internet is weird, man. You mentioning people, like, sending boxes of stuff to
0: folks, it's just weird. I didn't mention, I mean, panties, yeah. That's just weird. I'm sure they would send a box of used underwear. Maybe I need to set up, a, like, a Patreon account or a premium Snapchat. Idea.
1: Mm-hmm. Bring a little extra cash,
0: shave the like, stash.
1: I'll send my underwear to people if they want to pay for it.
0: Raise money to shave the stash,
1: okay, so just keep growing it. Don't touch it, raffle it, yeah, raffle the stash,
0: press it almost like you would a flower in a book,
1: yeah, okay, or like stash. or like a butterfly, yeah, like preserving an insect, but my mustache,
0: yeah, I'm okay. talking full bore laminate, yeah winner. Yeah, I
1: could always grow one back. Winner so who this... donated
0: either the most money or you could raffle it off, they get the stash.
1: <clears throat> Would the cause be me and my bank account?
0: No, uh, your humility.
1: Uh, oh, yes. Yes. My humility. I think that could work. Raffle off the stash. I've been growing it all month. It's am very much a part That's of a me. month's worth of growth? Well, I know, mean, a tiny bit of trim here and there. That's impressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I
0: can grow it here. And right here the Soul Patch, uh, that with the, the Soul Patch with the stash, honestly. Robin of Loxley. Oh, I get that vibe. Uh
1: and what's the guy in Princess Bride? I, in, I, Antigo I Montoya. Inigo Montoya. Inigo
0: Montoya. Inigo <laughs> and you killed my father. You killed my <laughs> Perpetent.
1: That I've I've gotten that a lot too. And uh, Guy Guy
0: Fox. Guy Fox. Yeah, guy Fox. The the soul patch yes, needs because to be. I
1: want to bring back a theocracy. The, <laughs> the
0: soul, soul patch <laughs> needs to be longer and to a point, I suppose. But
1: yeah, It's just it's funny how trends get started. The Guy Fox masks, especially like all the anonymous groups. And you see it lap over. I've seen with the libertarian culture, people wearing the Guy Fox masks. Like Especially if you're a libertarian. It's like, no, don't wear that. Or, y- or You're like, not trying. Like Anon? Right. You're not trying to reinstate a theocracy over the parliament.
0: Mm-hmm. No. You just got swept up in the romanticism of remember, remember the fifth of November. Well, and
1: there's there is something. Again, it's me watching the Russians you know, charge that tugboat. It's like not thinking.
0: (laughs) You're gonna ram a tugboat, Russia? (laughs) What did that tugboat do to (laughs) you? That's
1: what I mean.
0: I thought that it's like used
1: to be a text like, Well, it looks like we're going to war and I just go, wait, over a tugboat?
0: Like, please, if we go to war, let's, like, at least kill an Archduke or something. All of all of the news articles, the tugboat got no respect. <laughs> all the other ships had their vessel names and U-classifications. So it was, like, U-715 and then Derichnov uh, or something like that. And then they named the other vessel, and then it said, and a tug. <laughs> and a tugboat. Yeah. No, no, there was... And was, a tug. It was just tug.
1: It's just a tug. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and the boat looked you know fine.
0: Just a tug's gotten a lot of people in trouble. Maybe, yeah. maybe oh. Russia's the next to fall victim to a tug. Right? Well. <laughs> That'd
1: be funny if that's what brought Putin down. Like he's built up as this man. It's like, yeah, but he's a pervert. He got taken down by a tug. Yeah. Well, no, seriously. Watching the video it looks like that tug boat's going to be all right. That's kind of what they're for. Take take bumps. Yeah, they tugs? take bumps. Yeah, yeah, they tug, they pull, they push.
0: This is what tugboats the, do. The boat itself is going to be all
1: right. Of all boats to get rammed by another boat, what type of boat would you want to be in? A tugboat. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. It just, I don't know, it struck me as absurd. Like, I get that there are serious things. We talked about it for 20 minutes. But it's... Really? Yeah. Like, come on, guys. Like, I'm sitting here in Montgomery, Alabama. Doot, doot, doot. What am I supposed to do about this? We're going to go to war over this? Come on.
0: Well, especially when it comes to Russia. Right. Because I'm sick of them. I'm sick of their games. Mm. I know that the United States plays those kind of games. Oh, yeah. Don't give me the what aboutism.
1: Right. All the power players do that. Correct.
0: I'm just sick of how bad they are at it and how much they <laughs> don't care when they get caught.
1: It's back to this conversation I was having a month or so ago about... I'm all against do not steal don't take people's stuff don't hurt people but there's another part of me like why
0: I love Ocean's Eleven
1: if you're gonna do it do it big and do it well
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. do it cleverly Cle- clever- cleverly
1: yes be clever It's like oh, uh, don't get us into deep barney here
0: in Red Dead Redemption 2 there's a wig company called the Merkin Brothers <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well that's been the show folks Troy, thank you for joining me.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: And I think the stash auction might very well happen. We'll have to find somebody who can preserve it.
0: There's got to be somebody somewhere that knows how to preserve a stash. And somebody who will buy it. Maybe the guy with the gator. <laughs> hey, Maybe. You listen to Mike Ray? Yeah, I gave your name. <laughs>